0: Welcome to the State of Energy. I'm Rand DeWitt, along with a man who means more to the propane industry than a laptop means to Hunter Biden. Wow. Going deep. Oh, going deep. That is Tom wow. Clark, executive director with Rocky Mountain Propane Association. It's just it it puts on a parallel how important you are to the propane industry. Oh man, I, I appreciate that, Rand. So yes, you can be left at a repair shop for months on end and nobody will pick you up. <laughs> Find out what more uh, what propane can do for you by going to stateofenergy.com That is our website. You can try and find out uh, where you can get propane near you by going to the Where to Buy button. Also, we've got the past shows where we predict uh, years ago what was going to be happening right now in today's times. Uh, also, rebates. We have more rebates, don't we, Tom?
1: We do, yeah. We've got the, uh, the $200 safe appliance rebate where if you're going to look into replacing one of your dirty electric appliances with the clean propane appliance we, we've got 200 bucks to make sure that was installed safely why do we even care if it was installed safely though
0: well because we don't want bad press <laughs>
1: <laughs> i mean realistically there's there's so many things that you can go down to home depot and buy and, and put in yourself and you're not you maybe you're not an expert right right so we, you, we want your family to be safe and there's some things that some people shouldn't be shouldn't be doing and, and installing a uh, an appliance should probably be left up to the to the experts
0: yeah exactly and you know and i know youtube is a very powerful tool but you know when you're messing with you know electricity or gas or anything along those lines unless you're certified it's best to have the professionals do it
1: yeah absolutely there's so there's you talk about the youtube i was watching one just the other day where this this youtube channel and then i think there's like a hundred thousand people that that are that are following these this this couple that are doing some renovations on their house here in utah and they 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 cut the propane line as they were digging in their backyard and they they ran down to the store to try to buy parts to fix it themselves and they they kept going back and forth because they they weren't experts they didn't know what they were doing you mean flex seal doesn't work
0: here
1: but at the end of the day uh they had to get a professional to come up and fix their their mistake so don't don't do that just go get it done right right out of the gate, and uh, we'll help you pay for that $200 on a safe appliance rebate.
0: Is your backyard about to get bombed?
1: Y- you know, I do live near the Air Force Base, so uh, the studio isn't quite as soundproof as yours here.
0: <laughs> I just think, you know, Tom has the most safe studio on planet Earth. He's got, He's being defended by the Air Force. <laughs>
1: This is, this is uh, yeah, this is F-35. That's the sound of freedom. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, you know what? Well done. Well done. Um, and folks, you need to know, the state of energy, we're not anti-electric. We're pro-electric. We couldn't be talking to you right now if electricity wasn't a thing. Uh, we're, no, we're not hydro. We're not, we're not anti-hydro, wind, solar, or thermal. We're just talking about a better plan that's w- well-balanced. And, you know, the electrify everything movement is scary because we don't have the infrastructure to do it. But propane is here right now. It's affordable. It's abundant. It's American. It's renewable.
1: Oh, man, we've talked about this over and over and over, but uh, it's scary out there. And if you don't have a backup or, you know, a secondary prime source for, for your energy, and you, you try to rely on on only electricity you're 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 asking for trouble so uh we we see it in the news every single day right like like what's the headlines today the the opec cuts opec cuts uh reserves by
0: two million a day two million a day reserves they cut they cut their production production two million barrels a day that's a lot yeah but president biden said he's going to release 20 million from the strategic reserve well you know i mean that gives us through what uh uh, 10 days (laughs) How much? How much gas?
1: How much gas and oil do we consume in the U.S. every day?
0: You know what? You keep bringing that number up. You keep, and keep forgetting, forgetting, forgetting about. It. Is it a hundred million? Is it a hundred million? No, it's a billion gallons of gas and oil every day. All right. So I was. Uh, I had one tenth of the answer for you.
1: But that's not. That's just gas and oil. That's that's for like. Um, that's diesel fuel. That's that's your, your gasoline. But we also need. To, we also use a ton of natural gas too and a lot of natural gas is being used for your home heating um, and and electric production but how many how many gallons of that do you think we use
0: uh, I've, uh,
1: go ahead it's about the same it's it's a it's in gasoline equivalent it's about a billion gallons every day in gasoline equivalent to to natural gas on top of that we, we've talked about coal we use <sighs> almost
0: two billion billion pounds of coal every day. And what's the majority reason for that, Tom? It's, well, it's it, it to create electricity. A lot
1: so we so can charge our cars. A lot of it goes to electricity, some of it's being exported for other countries to create electricity. And this whole push to uh electrify everything is is like driven by uh, uh, this sense that we're going to clean the clean the environment. We're going to clean things up. But realistically, diesel diesel use is up. We're using
0: more diesel now than we than we have
1: in the in ever in the past. Uh, coal.
0: And you sent me a video of a train carrying coal that went on for about an hour and a half.
1: Yeah, coal. Wyoming produces the most amount of coal out of any state in the country. Yeah, those those trains are just going nonstop coal train after coal train after coal train. But what's going to happen when OPEC cuts? Ten percent of uh, of our of our gasoline and and oil use
0: every day. It's going to shoot up the price of gasoline just in time for the midterms.
1: <laughs> I mean, realistically, yeah, the the price of energy is going to go up. There's just no, there's no, there's no stopping that. OPEC is a is a cartel. They they're running this world supply of of oil and and the price of gas is going to yeah. be affected
0: <laughs> you know what? i'm just sorry i just thought about a commercial right now that domino's has where they're talking about hey we're gonna give you a rebate if you pick up your own pizza we know gas prices are high and they show like 4.15 a gallon i'm like That'd be a deal. What are you guys talking about?
1: <laughs> I haven't seen that one, but that—that's a good idea. Yeah, come pick up your own pizza. Oh yeah, yeah. What's gas? What's the price of gas in California today? Come
0: pick up your pizza. We know gas prices are high, but they're showing four dollars and something, and I'm like, I wish gas prices were four or something. Yeah. Uh, it's getting clear, uh, close to seven. it It's got yeah. I mean, it, but it's been like day by day going up, not by pennies, but by dimes and quarters. So we're close to seven, right around the corner here. Yeah, and above
1: so so opec's gonna
0: cut uh two million a day
1: million barrels a day million barrels there's 42 gallons in a barrel so that's 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 a that's quite a bit of gallons of of oil and what's our what's our our government gonna do to help out with this they want to give us 10 days worth of fuel they're gonna re- they're gonna release more of our strategic reserve the, st- the strategic reserve was was put into place for for real disasters, real emergencies. Yeah. And we were already down to a, about 50% of what it, what it holds. We're just keep taking it.
0: Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And all this going on while the Biden administration looks to scale down Venezuela's sanctions to allow more pumping of oil rated among the world's dirtiest. So we're going to be able, we're going to apparently we'd rather deal with international killers than American <laughs> drillers. Did
1: you key that one up yourself?
0: I, you know what? I don't know so that came from someone. I think I heard it while I was sleeping, that, like at five a.m. That's
1: great. It, it, it's it's true. Uh, I've been to Venezuela before. Uh, I've seen I've seen where they refine. I've seen where they they get uh, their their exploration. It's dirty. It's a dirty process, and their crude is really heavy. It's not. It's not. Um, it's, it's not as clean as our crude that we that we get here in the U.S. So we here we are stopping our own production of our own oil and gas, and and we're asking countries that are uh, that humanitarian. That's not a it's not a, it's not a, a great place to be pumping money into for to Venezuela. I mean it's yeah. it, it's not a, a a nice friendly place to be they don't treat their their
0: yeah when's the last time you saw visit venezuela <laughs> commercials you never you know yeah, it, it's that.
1: borderline communism it's it's not a it's it's not a great place for us to be putting money into and then the production of that gas and oil is super dirty so if we're trying to clean the environment and we're going to take all we're going to get crude oil from venezuela that's a, that's a bad, bad deal.
0: Well, it also goes back to what we talk about often on the show. I mean, if environmentalists truly care about the environment and understand that fossil fuels are going to be a part of things for a while, why wouldn't they want America drilling? We, we do it the most efficient and the cleanest as any other uh, country on the planet. Yeah. But we're going to go talk to Venezuela when we can do it in a much cleaner, much affordable, much more common sense way.
1: There, there's a lot to say about that and there these guys I don't think they even care they just want they just want to 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 keep pushing this electricity is zero emissions and they don't want to go and and think and talk about the rest of, of what takes this world or this country to to run and it's not just all we don't have enough electricity to make everything run on electricity we have to use a billion gallons of gasoline every single day so it's the the whole point of this conversation here though is how do you protect your business or your family from from these things that you don't have any control over
0: you celebrate the first national propane day
1: <laughs> nice nice roll into propane
0: day that's true it, it's i mean it's uh, it's october 7th now it's the first national propane day and didn't tom clark have something to do with this oh uh,
1: i didn't i i i did not have anything anything to do with this this was this was all the the great people at the propane education and research council and the national propane gas association they're the they're the brainchild behind all this and they really have been um supporting this and pushing it uh, around the country that uh october 7th from 5 a.m to 5 p.m is going to be national propane day
0: so why did we just go with the uh, twelve hours? I mean, we got another twelve hours that we could party. Well,
1: so it's ten seven, ten seven, and then the five is the ten seventy five, which is the Tattoos. The international is the international placard for propane ten seventy five, which is
0: also a stamp of the Clark family.
1: <laughs> well, when you've been in the propane industry for so many years, it's it's a tradition to get the ten seventy five tattoo.
0: Because there's a great picture of you on Instagram, I believe, with your granddaughter. Oh, yeah. And now, now my question is, how long do you wait before she gets Before she gets uh, hers? Yes. You
1: know, I don't know. We'll have to, see.
0: Let's have to see what mom and dad say about that. You have a beautiful family, by the way. Very, very awesome. And uh, you can see more of Tom by going to our Instagram account, uh, at the State of Energy. And of course, we're talking about celebrating October 7th, which is National Propane Day. It's the first one. And as a part of National Propane Day, Perk is also celebrating the continued growth and production of renewable propane, an ultra-low carbon option that further moves the propane industry down the path to zero carbon. Renewable propane is made from a variety of renewable feedstocks, including seed oil, vegetable oil, animal fats, and used in cooking oil. It also offers the same great features as conventional propane, reliability, portability, and power, with the added benefit that it introduces no new carbon into the environment.
1: Yeah, propane is such a great fuel right now. It's it's a fuel that's already clean, and we have cleaner propane coming, or it's already out there, which is this renewable propane. Uh, Propane produces 43% less greenhouse gas emissions than the same amount of electricity coming from the grid
0: See, that speaks volumes
1: it's it's huge so if, if you're if you're worried about all this stuff in the news about about the oil production getting cut and the opec and and relying on on countries like venezuela for your oil switch to propane because we have we have three times as much propane than we actually consume here in the U.S. We are an exporter of propane. We have plenty of it to go around. We don't need to import. We don't need to worry. We don't need to rely on Venezuela or any of the OPEC. Yeah, how's Nord Stream two doing? We, we don't need to rely on any of those guys for propane. So if you're if you're out there thinking, man, I, w- I wish I could just get away from all the, all this reliant on foreign countries. Switch to propane. Switch your fleet to propane. Make sure your house, everything that can run on propane in your house, runs on propane. Make sure everything in your business runs on propane, and have a backup generator to create electricity that also runs on propane.
0: Oh, I mean, only if you want to save money and be good to our environment. That's all.
1: Well, the the big push that you're seeing now is, uh, especially in in this. Uh, inflation reduction act is there's a lot of a lot of push to put in electric appliances (laughs) the pro in in a lot of them it is like this heat pump um and you've heard about you've heard about the heat pump um coming it's going to be mandatory in every new house here pretty soon and what that does it's basically like a, a backwards um, air conditioner and it, in you know, when, when you're standing next to your air conditioner in the summer, it's putting off all that heat. Yeah. On the backside. Yep. In the backside. It's going to re it's going to do that in reverse and the heat's going to go inside your house. The problem is they, they, they don't, uh, work very well when it gets cold. So it, it's, they work all right when it's 40, 50, 60 degrees, but when it gets below 30, it, they don't work very well at all. So their answer is, Oh, we put this, uh, We'll put this heat pump, um, another device, like an electric coil inside of your furnace area that'll heat up and suck down the electricity even more. And that's how you're going to keep your house warm when it gets below that 30 degrees. So the, the propane industry has these devices called the heat pump helper, which is which is a um, you can use like hot water that's that's heated with propane, and then you run that through your your furnace area, and that heat pump's going, that actually helps you create more heat, use less electricity, and have a cleaner environment when you're doing it.
0: Yeah, and of course, Tom's talking about hydro heat, which is actually propane's best response to electrification, if you think about it. Uh, recent evidence of huge government incentives to electrify is contained in the recent Inflation Reduction Act, IRA. Uh, The prolification of electric heat pumps is inevitable. Uh, Misleading messaging at every turn says that gas is bad and electricity is good. And therefore, it is going to be our future because it's renewable and zero carbon. Now, the good news for the propane industry is that these mythical claims about electrification will fall apart with time. And sooner rather than later, uh, the uh, electrification technology does not exist today to support the goal to eliminate fossil fuels. It's just not there.
1: It's, it's not there. And, and we, we see even electric, um, ele- electric co-ops that are producing hydroelectricity, they're already like going, what are we going to do? We don't have enough electricity. How are we going to uh, load shed some of our, our electric grid so that we can support all this new push? towards electrifying everything uh, because the other the other alternative is to start importing your your electricity that's made from coal which is a lot dirtier than that hydroelectricity and it's super expensive so you're going to ha- you're going to start seeing your electric bills go way up because one, <laughs> one, you're going to have to start importing electricity from other locations because, because these, these hydro plants can only produce so much electric. And then, and then the next thing is if you switch all of your appliances to run on electricity, your power bill is just going to go through the roof. So we're, we're going to see a lot of changes on the, on that, on that side of things. And if you, if you don't have a backup plan or you don't have a plan in place to reduce that electric demand, you're you're gonna you're gonna feel it, and if you have a power outage in the middle of the winter and you have no way of heating your home, dangerous. Because you got rid of all your gas, is super dangerous. So security is one thing that we we talk about a lot, and that energy security uh, is is going to be big coming up in the future. We are already seeing a massive amount of, of backup propane powered generators being sold, the the most you know ever. Uh, because people are people are not stupid. They're seeing the they're seeing the writing on the wall. I mean, they're they're they they know that you can't support everybody on electricity. And when the power goes out, and it goes out a lot. You better have a backup plan. Gasoline in, in a in a generator will go bad, just like if you leave your gasoline in your lawnmower all winter long. You go to start up your lawnmower in the in the spring, your gasoline is yeah. You've seen that, right? It it uh, rots out from
0: Maine, baby. I remember my dad not cleaning out the lawnmower before springtime came around.
1: It's it's nasty. The the gas will rot, but. If, propane, you can leave in there forever. Propane will never go bad. So if you have a propane tank at your house for your backup generator, because everything has been pushed to use electricity, uh, you go to start it up a year later, two years later, five years later, the propane is still going to be good and usable. But if, you're, if you've if already got that propane tank sitting there, you might as well have your water heater, your fireplace, your stove, your clothes dryer, everything that you can possibly get to run on propane, and then just use the electricity for your lights and your refrigerator.
0: Live happily and comfortably in a propane home. Is that the point you're trying to make, Tom?
1: That's right. That is exactly right. And if you're you you know, you're really thinking of even getting a lower carbon footprint, uh, you can buy the renewable propane. It's out there. It's available. Uh, mostly in California because that's where you know, these wild ideas start from, but, uh, there, I was in a meeting last week and they're talking about the, the production of, of renewable propane. There is a potential to replace every single gallon of regular propane with renewable propane. Um, that, that, that that's a 100 percent reality that could happen wow where some of these electric ideas of trying to put you know solar and wind everywhere uh they're 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 just dreams and and they're uh, the renewable propane isn't is an actual reality
0: it's funny on I mean, how many you know there's so many aspirations amongst the you know the wind and the solar uh per se and how propane, as we keep saying, has been here. It's here. We're like, hey, we've been here. We've been coming to the rescue. Look at Texas a year and a half ago, remember that? Every emergency that happens when people are freezing and need power, propane's the one on the white horse riding in, making sure everybody's gonna be able to continue surviving and and propping up these other green, quote unquote, green energy solutions that aren't pure solutions yet.
1: Yeah that's that's one of the this meeting that I was at last week that was one of the 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 things that we talk about is how do we get people to understand how clean propane is and all the different things that that you can do with propane we should do a podcast we should yes i said maybe we should do a podcast and we'll try to get it on on a a bunch of radio stations and we'll educate people every week on what propane can do for them
0: we can call it the state of energy along with tom clark executive director with rocky mountain propane association and my name's randy witt go ahead tom it's called a reset and that was professional
1: Hey, we're we're listened to around the world. This this show is the most popular propane podcast. Top 5% of all podcasts. Nation nationwide, we nationwide. are in the top 5% of all podcasts
0: according to listen notes. I'm just saying that they're very reputable. People know about listen notes and it's because we talk the truth. We're not, again, we're not anti-electric, hydro, solar, renewable. We're just saying that propane has its place amongst these energy giants that could really balance out our basket.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We we have to have a, a wide variety of clean energy and it seems like, um, we're getting forgotten about. So if you are, if you have a fleet of, uh, of vehicles and you're looking to, to, to change and get into electric fleet of vehicles, think about propane, give propane a chance. You, you probably haven't heard about it a lot. Um, uh, but it, it's onsite refueling there's a, already a ton of, of school buses using propane right now. Yep. They're all over the country, so it's it's a proven product. Uh, if you're if you got a, a large truck fleet, switch to propane. Don't, you know, it's going to be cleaner. It's going to be more efficient. It's it's going to be more reliable and a lot more cost effective than trying to to get a, a big heavy duty truck that runs on electricity.
0: Yeah, Charlie Vaux County Transit in Michigan had a 50% reduction per gallon fuel cost by switching to propane. Uh, They've got a fleet of 13 Ford uh, E450 autogas cutaway buses, uh, which comprise almost 90% of their total fleet. They're going to get more, and they're saving money every month. 13 Ford E450. That's a, that's a that's a that's a yeah it's a little
1: a little shuttle bus I mean that yeah. those are great examples of of what you could switch from running on a diesel or gasoline to to running on propane and and fifty percent reduction in their per gallon fuel cost
0: that's huge. October seventh is the first National Propane Day. We need to all celebrate Tom Clark in association with this. He's humble. He won't say he had anything to do with it, but those of us who know Tom know that you have played some sort of a role in the first National Propane Day October 7th.
1: That's right. 10-7, 5-5.
0: That is Tom Clark, Executive Director with Rocky Mountain Propane Association. My name is Rand DeWitt and we are always online at thestateofenergy.com